Hi, I'm Brandon. I'm the father of two beautiful girls. And recently I looked around my house and saw that it was full of rainbows and unicorns and mermaids. That's when I realized that this is my daughter's world and I'm just living in it. What is up, girl dads? Hope you're having a good day. Hope you're feeling good. Hope you're going after it. Uh, While you're going after it, one thing that I want you to consider is the amount of time that you spend on your phone. So I had a, a fairly recent experience where my daughters, you know, came up to me and were like, Dad, get off your phone. Like, we just want to play with you. And I was kind of frustrated because I'd been numbing my brain staring at stupid videos and garbage all for like the last hour straight and so I was like oh, get off blah, 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 and kept staring at my phone like a crackhead and but because I love my kids they it brought awareness to me I was like boy like if my daughters are 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 coming up to me and saying dad you're always on your phone and my daughters are really good about it so like They'll, they'll tell you uh, pretty straightforward and pretty clearly. They communicate these things. My oldest communicates them very well. I'm super proud of her for that. But she'll be like, Dad, you're on your phone a lot. Or we'll be talking. She'll be like, or like you when you're always on your phone and we can't ever get you to play. And and so there was a couple of those little things adding up and adding up. And then she was like, Dad, get off your phone. Like, why are you always looking at your phone? And I was, I it, it cut a little deep. And... The biggest benefit to that is that it shined a light on it. It it made it forced me because I don't want to neglect my daughters. I don't want my daughters to grow up with baggage. Like we've we've talked about this before. My goal is to get them out through adolescence into adulthood with as little baggage as possible, right? I want them to be able to run when they get free. I don't want them to have to shed a bunch of crap from me in order for them to run. So it shined a light on it. And, and so I, I became aware of my phone more. And I became more aware of me when I was using my phone around my daughters. And then shortly after this happened, and because I'm now kind of hyper aware of it, I'm looking for it, I'm, I'm paying attention to it. I'm, I'm watching my daughters and they approach uh, my wife, actually. And she's doing something. So my wife does a lot on the phone. And I'm, I'm not giving our I'm not talking trash here because she manages our finances from her phone manages our grocery list from the phone buys all of their school clothes from her phone like our our entire life is managed from her phone so she's going to use her phone a lot that's just all there is to it and that's that's okay um but my my daughters went up to her and was like hey mom can you play and she's like no not right now and she's on her phone. Of course, my kid doesn't know that she's, you know, transferring money from our bank account into her college fund. She doesn't know that. All she sees is mom staring at her phone. And so I just kind of watched the transaction play out. And so I was I was on my lunch break from work because I'm still work. I work from home now. And so there was, you know, her, she was, my wife was working on something. I think grandma had a phone or a tablet or something. Out, and just my daughter just kind of, I was in the background. She couldn't, didn't really see me. So she just kind of looked from my mom, from her her mom to her grandma, and just like nobody was looking at her, like there was no attention to be given to her. Everybody was just staring at a device, and she just kind of stopped and you know lowered her head, and you could just see this like sadness on her, and she just 
turned around and and walked into her little playroom and just started doing something else. And it had a profound effect on me, like the sadness in her face that the people that she loves the most and that she wants to spend every waking moment with couldn't stop looking at their phones to spend time with her. And she didn't understand it. And again, she's a child and I'm going to give some grace here, right? I get it. Kids demand more time, more energy than anything in the world. It is amazing how much time and effort they just, and attention that they just demand from you. And it is, it's tough, man. Like after you've worked a full day, there's only so much left for me to give and they want all of it plus some. Okay. So I get it. It's hard. And they ask for, they, they ask for everything, not just a little bit. They ask for everything. And I think it's their right to do that. I'm not going to, uh, to, you know, condemn them for that. They're our children. They, it's their right to, to demand that attention from us. It's our job to, to help that balance and help them grow through that. So I watched this kind of play out and I watched this sadness just really fall on her and she just kind of accept the fact that she's not going to get to play with anybody and that she's just going to have to go do something by herself. And it just stabbed me in the heart so bad that I've never been able to really let it go. And it's, I think that is really where it started for me with the social media. So I, I've said on here that I've spent some time in the, in the therapist chair and, and I haven't talked a whole lot about it, but there's, um, a little bit of, you know, addictive personality traits that I have to deal with. And so social media does spike our dopamine. I don't know if you have read up on it or not, but it, it does. When you are engaging on social media, it spikes your dopamine just like drug. I mean, maybe not to the like the same chemical effect, right? But it does spike your dopamine, which is really what drugs do and alcohol and food and sex and all of those things. It spikes your dopamine and it can become addictive just like food and sex and drugs and alcohol can become addictive and so i have to be very careful of the things that spike my dopamine because i can become addicted to them and that's really what had happened i had become so addicted to social media i was creating content and i was thinking i was just con- checking it constantly how many people liked it how many did this was i doing that and it was frankly ruining my life i was uh not ruining my life. It wasn't destroying me. It's not like I was a, a, you know, cocaine addict. Here we go. You know, like that's ruining your life. But what it was is it was causing me to neglect my kids. And that is a serious sin for me. That is a legitimate, not okay. Okay. That, that neglect is something that they will carry with them forever. It hurts them. And that's not okay with me because again, my goal is for them to get out of this place with as little baggage as possible. And so that kind of is what started me on my my path to clearing out social media, clearing out technology, not necessarily clearing out technology and not really even clearing out social media all that much, but changing how I interacted with it. So I had to honestly assess what I was doing. I was spending a lot of time, a lot of time watching Instagram uh, reels like the little snippet videos and because they're only 15 seconds long man they just spike that dopamine they just keep it coming i realized i was just losing 
hours in a day with that. And so there was no way I tried to just be like, okay, I'm not going to do reels. I'm only going to post from my phone. Yeah, that's not how it works. Like, okay, I'm an alcoholic, but I'm just going to have the beer on the very top shelf. I'm not actually going to drink it. <laughs> that That's not how it goes. So I had to had to get rid of Instagram. And so I removed it from my phone. I started doing better. But then, hey, I found out that Facebook has a, a stupid little video section too. And then I'm watching stupid videos. And Facebook doesn't have the same filters that Instagram does. So there's actually some crap on Facebook, man. And so then I realized, dang it, I'm just going down the same path. I'm not fixing myself. All I'm doing is just changing the the means that I'm getting my fix from. And so I was like, okay, I got to be serious about this. If I want to fix my brain and my life so that I'm not neglecting my girls, got to make real changes. And so I removed all social media from my phone. I don't have I don't have any of them. Uh, I, that's a lie. I think I have Twitter still on my phone because I don't use Twitter at all. Like I don't like it. Um, I use it just for sharing uh, some of the podcasts. So, and I really don't need it. If it becomes a problem, I'll get rid of it instantly. But Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, gone. All of it is gone and I'm not going back to it on my phone. Not anytime soon. I have been trying to figure out a way to continue to post because like I would love to share more stories on, on social media for people to engage with because you know this is important content. I'm, sh- I'm wanting to help dads. Like I would like to share some more of my stories with me and my girls, but I'm not going to do it if it's going to cause me to neglect my kids, if it's going to put me on a slippery slope. That's not worth it to me. And here's, I'm going to go out and just make a big statement. This is true for me. And I, I talked to my health coach a little bit or not really. We had a little back and forth on my, my fast, as I'm calling it, my social media fast. And his, I told him, I was like, yeah, I'm fasting from social media, man. So, you know, I'll have to get your message somewhere else. And he goes, you know what, if you're, if you're not owning a business, if you're not trying to push a business, you really shouldn't be on social media. And you know what? I completely agree with him. If you're not trying to sell something, you shouldn't be on social media. Social media has nothing to do with being social. So if you're on there to try to be social with people, you're wrong. That's not how it works. That's not what it's for. And the sooner that we realize that, the sooner we can free our minds from it. I know I'm trying to sound like, you know, Morpheus breaking Neo out of the Matrix here. But for me, it really had a grip on my mind, it had a grip on my thoughts, and it was really pushing ideas to me. And I was finding myself in, you know, going down political tunnels that I was like, oh, and then I'm all angry or, you know, like all of these different things. We don't realize the grip that it has on our thoughts. And then those thoughts carry over and then we're, it's our impacts our emotions. And then that we take it to our family and they have to then deal with that. So... I, I'm on that side. I'm going to go out there and say, you know what, if you're not if you're not pushing a business, if you're not trying to create content for people to engage in and, and sell that ultimately, then social, social media, you shouldn't be on social media. I'm going to say that. I'm going to stand by it. I'm pretty good with it. I'm still kind of jonesing, to be honest with you. I'm not completely free, so I'm not going back to it soon. Uh, I, right now I have it to where like I post from my computer, but it's really aggravating to post from my computer so my posts have gone way way down so uh, but you know what has happened my my brain capacity has gone way way up 
I have so much more room. I'm working on different projects at home. I'm not as stressed out. I mean, I'm still stressed, but like I have more to give to my kids. I can do more with them. I, I just, I don't feel like I'm carrying a weight because the burden was what I was the expectations of my family that I have to meet. They're non-negotiables. I ha- I'm carrying them forever. That's my commitment to them. But I, my energy wasn't going into moving that, that burden at all. My energy was being spent elsewhere. And so then when it came time to move that burden, I was exhausted. I was tired and didn't have the energy. So this is, this is me and my, my call to reduce, recycle, reduce, remove, not like to remove social media from your life. It's not about being social. If you want to be social, meet people in real life. If you want to be social, stop staring at a screen and look in your daughter's face and have a conversation with her. You want to be social, meet with people, talk with people, engage with people, you're going to benefit from it and your kids are going to benefit from it because they won't feel neglect. Thank you for listening, folks. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this with all those girl dads you know. I just want to give one last quick shout out to Inkledo. Thank you for making this podcast possible. Uh, I encourage all of you to please go get some of their delicious coffee or join into one of their meaningful conversations. You can find Inkledo podcast everywhere that podcasts are streamed.